I was just checking last night kung kailan pa uulan. He says that oh, I think almost every week, every day it will be raining this coming um, week. So malamig talaga. You know? Um, praise the Lord for this day that we are here. At uh, some of you are, I'm blessed that you are here early in the morning though you have a choice to sleep. Masarap matulog. But you know, mas maganda pa sa presensya ng Panginoon. Amen? Amen. You know, we've been discussing about our church team 2023, loving God, loving family, and loving community. And last week, we have Brother Louis who challenged us to reach out, care, and love the least, the last, and the lost. Ang galing na statement niya, no? He challenged us to love the least, the last, and the lost. I believe as a church that we are more than just a building, but God has placed us here to be His hands and feet to the broken world. There are those in our influence of spear, people that we know, who needs encouragement, who needs to be prayed for. There are people that we need to reach out in our hope Loving the least, last, and the lost will be our lifestyle. Meron conviction sa ating ng Panginoon na we will reach out to those who are marginalized at hindi napapansin ng mga community today. Today, we will once again return to our topic, loving family. And I've entitled this sermon, Reclaiming Our Homes. Reclaiming Our Homes. And we will focus on, our, on how we ought to love our biological family. Few weeks back, we talked about our spiritual family, our church, our ministry, our care group. That's our spiritual home. But now we'll be focusing on our biological families, our spouse, our children, our parents, our immediate families. Because our homes is under attack. Do you agree? It's under attack. In our busy schedule, many marriages and even families are often neglected and in need of restoration. My prayer is that the Lord will restore our homes, that the Lord will convict us so that we will have desire to reclaim, to fight for our home. And we'll be reading from 1 John, Malachi chapter 4, and Deuteronomy chapter 6. And invite all of us to stand as we read these verses. Let's read 1 John 4.11. Beloved, if God so love us, we also ought to love one another. In Deuteronomy, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your might. And these words that I commanded you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children. You shall talk to them and when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. Malachi. Remember the law of my servant Moses, the statutes, the rules that I have commanded him at Horeb for all Israel. Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the great and awesome day of the Lord comes, and he will turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the hearts of their children to their father, lest I will come and strike the land with a degree of utter destruction. Let us pray. Panginoon, salamat sa umagang ito kami po ay nandito at nagtipon-tipon para mag-aral ng inyong salita. We know, Lord, there's so much things we need to know. There's so much things that needed to be changed in us, Lord. Our priorities in life, in our attention, O God. I pray, Lord, as we look into our, your word today, we ask for your Holy Spirit to illuminate, Lord. Convict our heart 
baguhin niyo po ang aming mga puso para ang atensyon namin ay hindi mawawala. That we will, we will have your love and that we will love our family more and more and we will fight for our family, Lord. With all things happening, I pray that you will empower us with your spirit and may your word be so alive today, changing us, rebuking us, and also encouraging us. Salamat, Panginoon. May you be glorified this day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. You know, in the book of Genesis, we read that one of God's intention of creating man is for fellowship and relationship. And created in his own image, man has the capacity to express and respond to love. And when God created Adam, he even saw Adam as lonely. So God cared and He provided a companion. Ang pangalan niya? Si Eve. As God brought Adam and Eve together, He instructed them to multiply and have a family. If you look at the book of Genesis. Therefore, we can say that marriage and family are God's plan at the beginning. Ever since it's His Him, it is God who created the family. It is God who created marriage. He did not start a church. He did not start a government. He did not start a business or an organization. What He started first was a family. Say family. I was reading this book, Biblical, The Battle of Biblical Family, and the author says this, Family is God's build, basic building block in which He builds nations, governments, churches, business enterprise, charitable institutions. The centrality of the family lies in its unique nature and function. Nothing can replace it. In His infinite wisdom, God created family. It's not a man-made institution. So it's ang Panginoon ang nagsimula ng marriage and family. You see, God has a beautiful plan. But because of sin, marriages and family were broken. Look at the genealogy even in the book of Genesis. Kung gusto mong chismis, babasahin mo ang book of Genesis. Sabi mo, gusto mong chismis? Book of Genesis. Look at their family. Look at the family tree. It was a mess. Adam and Eve, when they fall, what did they do? They blame each other. Dahil siya, dahil siya, dahil yung ahas. The first sibling, Cain and Abel, what they do? Cain killed his brother and said, he is not, I'm not my brother's keeper. And the following on, Sarah and Hagar, there's a domestic competition. Then Isaac, Rebecca, Esau, and Jacob, what happened? Si Isaac, gusto niya si Esau. Si Rebecca, gusto niya si Jacob. Merong competition, may favoritism. Kaya yung mga favoritism ngayon, gaya-gaya lang yan dati, natural na yon. May favoritism nga, kinakampihan ng nana yung isa, yung tata yung isa. Naglay pa, may distrust, may betrayal. Kaya yung mga teleserya, ginagaya lang eh. What happened? How about Jacob and his family? You see, Jacob stole the birthright and tumakbo siya. Nag-away. And how about Jacob's family? Yung mga anak niya, sinong binenta? Si Joseph. If you would just look at the first few family in the scripture, it was messy. Kaya pag Messi ang pamilya mo, sabi mo, salamat Lord, gaya-gaya pala ako. Biblical para yun. See, there's no, even the starting, there's no perfect family because of sin. 
But also we know that the enemy would try to kill, steal, and destroy. You see, not only is sin affecting family, but the enemy is constantly attacking families directly or indirectly. There is in 2 Kings 16, verse 3, because Israel had begun to worship idols, what did they do? They, they sacrificed their own son. Basahin nyo, 2 Kings chapter 16, verse 3. We must be aware that Satan wants to destroy our family, our marriage. And in the book I was reading, it says here, Satan will stop at nothing to destroy man. As Satan does and damages and destroy the family, God's glory is eclipsed. Gustong destroy ng, pang, ng pang, nakalaban ang mga ating mga anak, ang ating mga marriages, ang ating mga family. And we must be aware of what He's doing. We are not battling just simply flesh and blood, but principalities. Enemy, the enemy will come to kill and steal and destroy. With this narrative, it should warn us. Because if you look around our situation today, things are changing from bad to worse. Let me show you some statistics what's happening today. You see, today there's more people in Singapore, in, even in Philippines, who are going through mental health. There are more broken relationships. Here, I was showing this to the families uh, when I was meeting the Praise Kid family. It says here in Singapore, huh? 16% first saw their pornography in age 7 to 12. Ang bata. Age 7, naka-access ng pornography sa Pilipinas pa kaya. It says here, Do you think the second generation Christian are becoming more indifferent and hostile towards Christianity? The answer is yes. They are more hostile to what they believe. They don't really, they, they have a negative view of Christianity. This is the second and third generation Christian. What happened? What else? It says here in the statistic, it says data highlighted the Generation Z. When I say Generation Z is the next generation. The need of seek of guidance from the church, it says 59% feel that the church is not relevant to me anymore. So ayan and generation that we are facing. What else? In marriage, ito ay context ng Singapore, ewan ko sa Pilipinas. It says here, 64% of the couple have higher risk of marital distress on the left side. And then 30% find it difficult to share deeply with their spouse. Yung mga issues, mga struggle, kaysa sa asawa ang sabihan, sino sa sabihan? Si BFF. See, this is what's happening today. How about more? In our culture today, in the society today, they are redefining marriage and family. Pwede na daw in parehong. And we are reading it and being exposed with it. In the Philippines, they are debating about it. The government. You see, we are going to this alarming situation that we are in. And with all this, as a church, as parents, as married people, as part of family, we should take a proactive approach in keeping and protecting and loving our families. When I was preparing this, I was reminded with this story. In 1 Samuel 30, David just came back to his city, and when he returned to that place, what did he saw? All his family and children were taken away. And they were angry with him. But despite of that, they, because the enemy took the children, what did they do? They did not stop. 
they did not just cry, but what they did do is they searched and rescued the children. They rescued the family. They rescued the wife, brother and sister, like David and his army. We must rise up and reclaim our home for the Lord. We cannot just stop and be still. We must rise up and be there for our children. Mahal mo, anak mo, you have to rise up and not let the world dictate in how he will live or else the world will dictate in how he or she will live. Like David, we should rise up. You know, we thank God that some of you, married couples and parents, are willing to invest books, seminars, and conferences that will equip us in managing our homes. Even as a church, we have privileged to invite various speakers in the past. Last year, we had Pastor Sul Del Rosario who taught us what is the, how Christ can be the central figure of our homes and also taught us on how we can have the conflict management sa, sa ating family. Sino naka-join ng online na yun? Wala, nako. Pwede pa naman i-replay. In the previous years, we have Sister Pastora Marlene Gomermo who taught on how we should love our wives or our husbands. You see, those things are good. And as a church, we are willing to invest and train all of you so that you can be better equipped as parents, better equipped as husband and wives. You know, this is what I notice. Despite of all the seminars and resources, the desired outcome was hardly fulfilled. Only a few are taking them seriously. Only a few. Who among you have parenting book? Who among you have resources on how to love your husband? Who among you have a book about how to love your wife? O kaya material. Oftentimes, how do you have among you have how to raise my child? You see, I'm guilty of that. Many times we neglect. The reason why we are working here is to give the best for our children, but yet we forget to really invest time to them. And you know, as I look today's text, I realize one thing. We've been trying to deal with the symptom, yet to fail to deal with the real core of the problem. Many times we want quick solution. But unless our hearts and our mind are fully submitted to His Word, unless we have that reverence and fear of God, unless we see our mistakes, unless we see our mistakes and be repented of them, unless we truly value our relationship with God and with our families, then our desire to restore our families will be short-lived and it will lack passion. Therefore, if we truly decide to reclaim our home for God, who wants to reclaim their home for God? Who wants? Let me suggest three things. Kahit konti lang nagtaas ang kamay, pwede naman ng paa. Three R's I want to leave to you. First is remember, repent, and respond. Say remember, repent, and respond. Because if we want, if we want to reclaim our 
our family, it has to begin with us first. Firstly, reclaiming our home calls us to remember His commandments. To remember His commandments. Look at Malachi chapter 4, verse 4. It says here, Remember the law of my servant Moses, the statutes, the rule that I commanded him at Horeb for all Israel. The word Moses in Horeb indicates an event that God gave the law to the people of Israel. And it can be found in both Exodus and Deuteronomy. In Exodus chapter 19 to 14 and Deuteronomy chapter 4 to 28, you can read the law and the statutes that God gave to the Israelites. The reason why God has to give the law is this. First, the God gave the law so that they have a way to regulate their moral and religious and civil life. Because they just came from Israel, they need to know how they should live and how they should interact to each other. Kaya binigyan ng Panginoon ng law, ang commandment and status sa kanila. That's the first reason. The second reason why the law was given is so that they can be set apart. Set apart from the different nation around them. Na iba sila. And last reason why the law was given is so that they can keep the covenant relationship they have with God. Kaya binigay ang law sa Israelites. Now the statement there, remember. Remember is to recall, to call into mind, to pay attention. It is not just intellectual. When the scriptures say remember, it means to believe out and acted upon. Hindi lang intellectual, but makita sa pamumuhay. When he said statement, remember. The word remember was repeated many times. Repeated many times in Exodus, in Deuteronomy. Ewan ko bakit remember. Alam mo bakit? Kasi ang mga tao ay makakalimot. Patingin mo katabi mo. Tanong mo, kailan birthday ko? Remember. There's many times that the word remember is repeated in Deuteronomy and Exodus. And let me highlight a few. It says here, remember in Deuteronomy 8.2, it says here, And you shall remember the whole way that the Lord your God has led you these 40 years in the wilderness, that He might humble you, testing you to know what was in your heart, whether you work, you would keep His commandment or not. Remember anong ginawa ng Panginoon while you are walking in the wilderness. In Deuteronomy 16.12, you shall remember that you were slaves in Egypt and you shall be careful to observe those statues. Marami pa. Just, I will just highlight a few. And lastly, he says here, in verse 18, verse chapter 8, you shall remember the Lord your God for it is He who gives you power to get wealth that He may confirm His covenant that He swore to your father as is this day. Remember. Kasi madaling makalimot, umaman ka lang, umabang ka na. Naka-Singapore ka lang? Alam mo kung sino ka na? May ganun, right? Paminsan tayo yun eh. Remember. Remember. Notice, remembering of God's commandments. Remembering of God's commandment is always associated with the relationship with God. I repeat it again. 
when remembering of God's commandment is always associated with the relationship with God. When Jesus was asked, what's the greatest commandment? What did He say? He says, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, with all your mind. He was quoting Deuteronomy chapter 6. He says there in Deuteronomy 6, 4, 6, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your might. And this word that I command you today shall be in your heart. You know, remembering and living for God's commandment is not just trying to maintain a checklist of do and don'ts, but it's a reminder of the covenant relationship that God did with His people. The commandment of God, the law, is not just anong pwedeng gawin, anong hindi pwedeng gawin. Hindi lang yon. It's a reminder of that relationship we have with God. Hence, obeying His commandment is our expression of our love and devotion to our God. Our expression of our love and devotion of our God. Why do you go to church? Dahil yung care group leader mo sinabi sa'yo, napupunta ka? O dahil mo mahal mo ang Diyos? Why do you serve? Yung ibang ushers nandito, 6.30, nag-aayos na. Dahil ba, sabi ng pasto, dapat malinis ang carpet? O dahil mahal niya ang Diyos? Why do you give your tithes and offering? Is it because gusto mo lumaki or meron kang gusto sa Panginoon? Para, parang alam mo, investment, pag nagbayad ako, mag, alam ko, bibigay ako ni Lord. Ibang ibig sabihin, marang, wrong motive. Or the reason why you give is because you love God. So all the commandments of God, it always point to your relationship with God. Because if we are sincere of reclaiming our home, if we are sincere of desiring our home to be established in the Lord, it has to start with us. All of us, husband, wife, mothers, fathers, and children. It has to start with us. And we need to check and assess ourselves. Am I obeying His commandments? Am I devoted to the Lord? Am I devoted to His Word? Or am I living for something else? You know, one test that can determine that you are putting God in God first in your life is asking this question, answering this question. What is successful life? And how am I my life and my life living my life to achieve this? Tanong mo sa, sa sarili mo, ano ang successful life to you? Tatabi mo, ano ba successful life to you? What is successful life to you? It can be very subjective. Each one of us has different answer. Some people, to be a successful life, to have more. I believe God calls us to, to work hard. Cannot be lazy. Cannot be lazy. You see, either you define successful life based on the world definition or you define it in how God defines it. Because if you define successful life based 
how the world defines it, then your objective is to always seek more material blessing and, more, and to be happy. And if that's outcome, and beca if because of that, your decision-making is to seek more, more money and to live a life for yourself to be happy, then you know what happened? Instead of searching God, you will search and you're tired yourself and searching all these things. You will work double hard. Some work multiple jobs dahil gusto magpagawa ng multiple storing bahay. Nagpa-part-time dahil maraming gusto dito. Nagbumili ng kotse, bumili ng bahay. Ano nangyari ngayon? Contentment is lost. If the desire to gain more, what happened? You have no time for God. You have no time for your family. You have no time to the things that matter to Him. I believe in Singapore, many of us are busy. Very busy. Sa Singapore, very busy people. Kaya tingin mo katabi mo, namumutla na. Busy people. But I pray that God will protect our hearts that we will not hoard for more and more when the Lord has given us enough and we are contented with what the Lord has given us. I'm not saying to be lazy. We have to really work hard because God has given us strength and we are given talents. We have to really work hard. But iba yung greed. Iba yung being faithful, iba yung being greedy. You see, it all starts with us. Because if our pursuit is this, it will influence our spouse, it will influence our children. I told you before, when somebody gave us a hotel, nag-stay kami sa, I thank God for that, next first time ko ma-experience sa five-star hotel. Sabi ni Levi, Whoa, this is life! Sabi ko, Naku! Is that the way you want to raise your child? Na ang life is gaining more, gaining more, gaining more, or what God wants us to have. You see, the scripture said, love the Lord your God with all your heart. And the next one is to love your neighbor. Are, you, are we teaching our children to love our neighbor? What is successful life to you? You see, our children will see uh, how we live, how we talk, what is our priority. You know, there's no difference. I, I noticed this. Kahit nandito, I noticed this here. I'm talking because my family is here. Kahit kasama mo pamilya mo, kahit 24 hours magkasama ang pamilya sa Singapore, doesn't mean talaga na intentionally nagdi-disciple. May mga pamilya dito, may mga family dito, kahit malayo sa Pilipinas pa ang anak nila, they are still discipling, they are faithful of discipling their children. The children will see the children will see if we don't pray. The children will see if we don't read our Bible. The children will see if we don't serve. Ang inuuna, Korean. Korean show. Kaya yung anak mo, nahook ng Korean. We might be sending wrong message. When we go to church, Christ is king. But sa bahay, hindi siya ang king. But true disciples start at home. Remembering, reclaiming our home starts by returning to His commandments 
And His commandment is this. The greatest is, is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. Secondly, reclaiming our home is a call to repent and to return to God. Because if you are sincere enough, if you are sincere in your heart to return to His commandment, His word will convict us and lead us to repentance. In verse 5, it says, Behold, I will send Elijah the prophet before the great awesome day of the Lord. Many scholars suggest that this text referred to John the Baptist in the New Testament. You know why? Because both characters have similarities. Both were called to be forerunners. Both were called to prepare the people for the coming of the Lord. Both were called to warn and convey stern warning to God's people. You see, Elijah's ministry was during a time where moral in this moral and spiritual drought, people were worshiping idols and they have no regard for the truth of God. They're living a life that's right in their own eyes. And his message, Elijah, his message is this, to call God's people to return and obey. And similarly, John Baptist's message is the same. He says in Matthew 3, 3, 3, 2, he says, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is on hand. This is a call of repentance. It's what we need today in our churches, in our home. Like Elijah's times, we are living in a time that we have, we have moral and spiritual drought. Even Paul stated in 2 Timothy, Sabidita, but understand this, that in the last days, there will be times of difficulties People will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unpeaceable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving good, treacherous, reckless, conceit, lovers of pleasure, rather lovers of God, having the appearance of godliness. This is Paul telling Timothy that in the last days, ito makita, not just sa labas, but even in the life of of a Christian. Tingnan mo ulit ang listahan. Just have a mental test. Magtik kayo dyan. San kaya ako dyan? Arrogant ako. Tick. Proud. Tick ako dyan. Not loving good. Ako dyan. If you just look at this, some of us might have tick one or two. If you're honest. And if we do, we need to repent. As children of God, we ought to develop a contrite and broken heart. We ought to repent of the things that does not please and glorify God. Because restoration starts by asking God for forgiveness, mercy, and healing. Let me show you what's happening in, a, in our society today. I went to attend a conference. Look, this is a statistic. May statistic, John. Where do our young people get their information from? Yung mga anak. Sino may anak na teenager? Taas kamay. Where do they get the information from? This is Singapore-based. Ayaw ko sa Pilipinas. 
He says there they get the information from where? Internet and social media. From the school teachers and from their parents. Last ang parents. Kawawa na yung pastor. Mas huli. Sino ang nagdi-disciple sa ating mga anak? Sabi mo, Pastor Well, wala akong time sa Singapore. Magdadyalan-dyalan pa kami sa Orchard Day. Ininvite ako magpa-party. Can we just take time of just dedicating a time kahit one hour ng Sunday ng day off? Or just calling your children and asking how they are doing. Or else you know what happened? What will influence them? is things that they will read in social media, yung mga tiktok-tiktok dyan. Mas alam pa nga nila yung... Mas alam pa nila yun. I told you, my, started, my, my daughter started to sing Staying Alive. Kasi, we gave them phone and we never controlled them what they watch. Parents, if you're a guardian, watch, be the one that influence them, not the world influence them. Not the world, please. Please. Another statistic says here, pornography. A 15 mind blowing statistic, it says 76% of 18 to 20, it is US, of Christian actively seek out porn. 71 of teen hides online behavior. If this is a high rate in in US are a bit slower, Singapore is have more more internet speed here. How many of us would draw and seek this? Men. Men, I'm calling all the men. Watch your eyes. Watch your eyes. Protect your homes or else it will consume our next generation and even consume us. There's an increase of divorces. And I mentioned earlier, intimacy na mag-asawa nawawala. There are things that we are doing and I'm going to show you one more. It says here, what do the next generation really think of their parents in their church? One, they view the church as unloving. Second, they view parents in the church as hypocrite. Third, they view the parents and churches out of touch. This is statistic that they have done. Bakit? Pupunta ka sa church, magpupuri ka. Pag uwi mo, magpagchichismisan mo yung kaaway mo. Meron young people na complain, Pastor Kuya Ruel, my, my this one, they worship God, they serve here, but they went to go home, they started, ayan, ganyan, ganyan, yan. Anong tingin ng anak? Nagpe-fake. Their bitterness, this unforgiveness, binabash mo, narinig ng anak. Obviously, sasabihin ng anak, bakit si mama ganyan? Bakit siya'y chismosa? Last, when we have last hour discussing about sexuality, I'm, I'm driving in this because 
is a pressing issue when we're talking in pastoral things. But hardly taboo and deep in the discuss sa pulpit. When we last had our MOH, last two weeks ago, Men of Honor, only a few of us came. And we discussed what are the challenges of men today. And they listed out time management, um, demands of finances, dahil may support dito, may support that. And one state, one, one area that we were discussing is regarding lust. Lust, L-U-S-T. So tinanong ko sila, pag may sexing dumaan, anong gagawin nyo? Isa-isa. Tinanong ko, konti lang kami, isa-isa, anong gagawin nyo pag may sexing dumaan at hindi yun ang asawa mo? May sumagot. Sabi ng isa, pag may sexing dumaan, ang asawa ko sasabihin sa akin, Oy, mata mo ha? Mata mo ha? And which is good. Partner sila, tinecheck ng asawa yung lalaki. Another one, sabi na, yung mag-asawa, titingnan nila yung babae. Hmm, maganda nga, pero mataba. Nagko-comment. Merong isa, eto, sagot niya, magaling. Kung may dumaan, ang sasabihin, mag-worship na lang daw siya. Mag-worship na lang siya at mag-meditate na lang ng words. Sabi ko, wow ha? Bumanat naman yung isang lalaki. Basta yung kanta mo, hindi yung thank you Lord ha? O maybe yung Bible verse na meditate mo, love one another. No, I'm just saying this. We all need to watch out. We all need to watch out. Some of you, brothers and sisters, malayo kayo sa asawa nyo, please watch out. Please watch out. Please. It started with small things. I'd mentioned to you today, sin is like a monkey. You eat with a banana, pwede mo bang tapon. You eat pa, pa rin ng banana, lumalaki. Naging gorila, naging king kong, hindi mo na matanggal. And there's errors in our life today that we need to repent. Go back to His Word. Repent. What are the things that you are doing that displeases Him, that might influence your wives, might influence your husband, might influence your children? Repent. And once we repent, Malachi 3.7 says here, Return to me. And I will return to you. And that is beautiful promise. Lastly, reclaiming our homes is a call for us to respond. A call for reconciliation and to respond. Respond with a changed heart. When the Lord returned to us, He would transform our heart. You know, you know a truly repented person is a person that will be appalled of his sin. Ayon niya na yung Kasalanan. A person who is truly repentant will have experienced a depth of pain and will take responsibility of his mistake. Hindi siya nagtuturo, ikaw kasi kaya ganyan, kaya ako ganito. A person who is truly repentant will be humbled by the forgiveness that he received. A truly repentant person 
also will have a changed heart, a changed mind, and changed behavior. You see, a truly repentant person will have experienced a divine transformation found in Ezekiel 11. It says, I will give you a new heart, a new spirit I will put into you. I will remove the heart of stone from this, their flesh and give them a heart of flesh that they may walk in statute and keep the rules and obey them. You see, as we repent, as we humble ourselves before God, God in His Spirit, in His Word, will transform us from inside. As God changes us, transformation will manifest externally. That's why in our text here in verse 6, it says, And He will turn the hearts of the Father to their children and the hearts of their children to the Father. You see, turning of heart is more than not just emotional feeling, but a change of action. Change of action, a transformation from inside out. You see, in our text, he is the turning of a father to the children, and the hearts of the children to the father means restoring. It means re- reconciliation of relationship. You see, when God is at the center of any relationship, in our homes, in our families, in our ministry, God will bring restoration and reconciliation. Let me show you a picture. I think many of you have seen this picture. Pag si Jesus ang sentro, ang husband and wife. Look, the closer the husband and wife get to, to Jesus, the closer they get to each other. The closer they go deeper with God individually with Jesus, all the more they become closer to each other. In the same ways, as parents are children, as parents grow closer to the Lord, as the children will grow closer to the Lord, your relationship will be deeper, there will be reconciliation. And God will give us this promise. He said, Jeremiah 32, I will give them one heart and one way. There will be reconciliation. There's one time when I went to a conference. He wrote, God will make a way. He was still young that time. And as I was speaking to him, he said, he told, telling us a story. When he was young, oftentimes he will wake up early in the morning. Wake up early in the morning to worship the Lord. Pupunta siya sa piano, magpe-play at magwo-worship. Sana ang worship leader, ganun din noon. Early in the morning, magwo-worship. Mga bata pa, anak niya. So pupunta siya, magpa-piano. E bigla yung anak niyang bata, itatakbo-takbo sa kanya. Alam sabi niya sa anak niya, go, go to your mama. E nana, itulog. Go to your mama, go to your mama. Don't disturb me, I'm worshiping the Lord. And the Lord convicted him. Stop playing music. Serve your wife. Prepare breakfast. Prepare breakfast. He stopped his piano. He prepared the breakfast. And he looked after the children. Loving wife, loving our children is worship. Not just singing. It's also worship to our God. The more you go closer with the Lord, the more reveal your condition of your heart. And you be changed. And you, as you change, the more you get closer to your wife. 
Maminsan gusto natin yung asawa natin magbago eh, o yung anak natin magbago, pero uunahin ang Panginoon, tayo baguhin. There is one time when I was, I think, second year as pastor, I was so busy. I was so busy. I was preaching. I was, I was just busy. I have class Monday, Wednesday, what, no, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday for a couple of weeks. Then I have to prepare sermon. I have to do leading morning prayers sa Kumyan Methodist. I was thinking, I was on a roll. Parang, woo! Talagang anointed, dire-direcho. Dire-direcho eh. So after that Kumyan Methodist, I attended a seminar about being a husband or father. And I was convicted. Because during those busy moments, I have no time for my wife. I was convicted. Ruel, in my heart, you have no time for Ewoks. 24-7 siya nag-aalaga ng bata. Ikaw all over, all over. Minister to your wife. That's early morning. You know what I did? Bumili muna ang KFC. KFC. Kasi malapit, bukas ang KFC dun sa Dobigote. I went back to my wife and cried to her and I said, sorry. Because I neglected her. Maybe some of you have neglected your spouse. I have no time. No time for them. No time to just sit down. No time to compliment. Nagpaganda lang nga eh. Tingnan mo yung kilay. No time. Another experience that the Lord convicted me. I'm telling you because I don't know your life story, but I'm telling you, I, I'm not saying I'm perfect, but God is still dealing with me. I was so busy with ministry and said, Levi, pag free ako, pupunta yung Lego, pupunta tayo sa Toys R Us, bibili kita ng Lego. I was so busy. So after many weeks, nagko-computer, alis ka dyan. I was so busy. So I promised Levi, pag free ako, punta tayong Lego. Punta tayong Lego. Punta tayong Toys R Us. Bibili ka tayong Lego. Kasi palagi na lang Daiso ang pinipuntahan namin. So I went and bring him. Which one you want? So he picked, then he chose. After he bought that, there's a conviction in my heart. You know, Ruel, pantapal lang yan ang kakulangan mo eh. Many times we give everything to our children because you know Why? Many times because we lack the time for them. We are just covering up our lack. I was convicted. And what I did, I said, I 30 minutes long, I would play with you. I would play with you. Ang gusto ng anak natin, hindi yung pinakamagandang toys are us or Lego. Many times what they want is our time. Kahit 15 minutes, kahit 30 minutes, pag umuwi ka sa Pilipinas, huwag kang gala ng gala. Take time to be with your children. Take time to be your family. The reason why you're here is because for them, never lose sight, less focus. Paminsan nakita ko, pupunta sa Pilipinas, nasa lahat ng Luzon. Yung anak nasa bahay, 
Sometimes our children just need our time. When you call them, wag tatawag lang pagsesermonan. Many of us parents, tatawag lang pagsermon. Pero the rest of the day, hindi at issue. Five is to one. If five, good one and one bad one. Okay lang yun. Sesermonan natin. Pero pag puro sermon, tapos isa lang, I tell you, your relationship will not be good. She or he will hate you. When the Lord changed your heart, it reveals areas that we need to change. And He would turn our heart, as we look at Him, He would turn our hearts to our children, and our children would turn our hearts to us. What is God asking you to change? Is there any relationship that God asking you to be reconciled with? Is there someone in your family that have hurt you? Or probably you have neglected because of your busyness or because you have really have no time for them. Brothers and sisters, I pray that we will reclaim our home because God's plan is always pure and beautiful. He wants our home to be a place where He's Him glorified. As I conclude, reclaiming a home calls us to remember His covenant. It leads us to a deeper relationship. Reclaiming our homes will, will lead us to repent in our ways. Humility and brokenness. Reclaiming our homes calls us to respond with a changed heart. Because the Lord has changed us from within. Let us pray. Panginoon, kami po'y narito. And we know, Lord, there's many areas in our life that need to be dealt with. One area, Lord, that often neglected is aming pamilya, ang aming marriages. I pray that you give us that balance. In our business life in Singapore, teach us so that we will have time for our spouse and even our children. Some of us, ang aming mga anak ay nasa Pilipinas, ang aming mga asawa ay nasa Pilipinas. Panginoon, I pray that you would change us so that we will also take time to call them, encourage them, and bless them, and fellowship with them. Give us that opportunity, Lord. I pray, O oh God, with those so many issues that we are facing in this world today, broken marriages and families. Lord, I pray that you grant mercy in every families here in this church. That you, Lord, will reign and lead, O oh God. Teach us to go back to your commandments. Teach us, Lord, to repent on our ways. Eras na kasalanan na kailangan namin surrender sa inyo. And I pray, Lord, as we surrender, your Holy Spirit will change our hearts so that we will seek reconciliation and forgiveness. Hallelujah. I invite all of us to stand. And let's just take time to sing this song as our prayer. Purify my heart. Purify my heart. 
Hallelujah. today who are married and are struggling in their marriage life they might have misunderstanding or probably they have not been in communication Lord Panginoon I pray na dali niyo po ang aming mga puso ibalik sa inyo Lord I pray for any broken marriages today let there be restoration oh God kayo po ang kumilos because we know nothing is impossible to you Lord, I also pray for any parents, children issues, Lord. Some of them, Lord, are nagiging 
Matigas ang puso at ang kanilang ulo, Lord God. I pray, O God, that you just grant the parents, especially here, those who are working here, with more patience, Lord, that they will not lose hope in you, that you can restore their children, O God. Lord, we know some of them are struggling. Lord, I pray that you open their heart and they, they, they will know how to reach out their children. Panginoon, I also pray for any one of us here in this place who might have some conflict with our siblings sa aming mga kapatid sa Pilipinas o saan man, Lord, sa lugar. Lord, teach us to forgive and to let go of all those bitterness that has been in our hearts because it is your will, O Lord, for us, O God, to have a family that's united in you. Panginoon, we come to you with brokenness and repentance. And we know, Lord, it is you as we return to you, you promise that you will return to us, that you will heal us and heal us whole. Salamat, Panginoon, for we know, O God, that you will work miraculously. Give us that heart to reclaim our homes for your glory. Hallelujah. Let's just raise our hands and receive the benediction. The Lord will keep you from all evils. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. Salamat Panginoon for we know your presence is always with us as we face this brand new week. May your words speak to us and may Holy Spirit empower us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Let's give the Lord a clap offering. God bless everyone. You may be seated for a while. Thank you, Pastor. Good morning po. And uh, may I take a few moments or few minutes of...